This is a HeadGum Original. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the pit wall. Ooh, yay! Welcome to the pit wall, everybody. This is a an F one podcast for casual fans. You I did am it. your I am your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I'm joined today by Andrew Pyle up and Montreal Marika. Hey, that's me. I like it. Uh, we thought we were going to have Jeff here. He's not here. And that's <laughs> there was, there was what a 50% like. chance he would show up after agreeing that he would and we uh, scheduling it based on a time that he agreeing could. Agreeing on the time that he could do it, saying that he's in and he's not here. Yeah. And so we're starting late. This is what this is a peek behind the curtain, folks. <laughs> This is what it's uh, like to be Jeff's friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And coworker. Yeah. And you know what? We don't need them. Because yeah. this race was pretty entertaining. It was. We don't need Jeff to come in here and, you know, say something like uh, about rice or... <laughs> Say something about uh Piastri is a disaster. Piastri is a disaster to uh you know we don't we don't need that today. Cause all the, the drivers did all the talking themselves with the wheels of the cars on the ground of Montreal. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, and well, I'm also to like, get there, but I can't agree more. <laughs> don't need Jeff. Know, you know what? Cars it's go a, around in you know it's a long walk to get to also? <laughs> that track in Montreal mm, takes a long time to get yeah. your grandstand, especially if you're at the Latifi grandstand like I was last year. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were at the Stroll grandstand. No, I wish. The Stroll grandstand got free hats last That'd year. That'd be dope. I was pissed. Latifi got jack shit the for us. crowd. Yeah. Man, Latifi. Latifi's from uh, Montreal? Mm-hmm. Uh, just in Canada. I don't know if mm. it's from Montreal specifically. Yeah, I wonder what that guy's up to now. I hope he's well, you know? He should be on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could get Latifi. Let's get Latifi. <laughs> Folks, it was a race week. If you can't tell by the race we're talking about, the Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal. Um, it was a great, it was a great race. Uh, it was a great race weekend. 
There was also the Road America Indy Grand Prix, but this isn't this isn't an Indy car. It's not. It feels that way. Not. We talk about different races half the time now. It's you're just jealous that you didn't watch ten watch. hours of the Le Mans. Yeah, yeah, you're just jealous. Centenary, centenary. Uh, Look, I like F1 a lot, but when I need my wheel-to-wheel racing fix, IndyCar delivers. Uh, and it's nice that both both of them race kind of on, on the same schedule, so I can, like, watch both. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, Max won uh, from uh, Lights Out, and away we go. Uh, but then in IndyCar, it's like uh, they're back and forth. They're crashing. They're they're driving each other off the track. It's great. Getting in fights. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Uh, but we're not talking about that race. We're talking about the Montreal Grand Prix or the Canadian Grand Prix of Montreal. I don't know how you pronounce this race. What's what the proper title is. It's the Wait, Canadian this is the Pirelli Grand Prix, Grand Prix right? It's the Canadian Grand Prix. I'm pretty sure it's the Pirelli Canadian Grand Prix. Are you maybe, looking it up? Maybe. Okay, I'll look it up. Pirelli Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, so I really feel like it's... Uh, Formula One Pirelli Grand Prix du Canada 2023. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, Remember pretty when interesting. The Pirelli was Pirelli was added. <laughs> yeah, Pirelli was added this time for this one. You know what? Good for them. Yeah, they need uh, more sponsorship. Yeah, in F one visibility for yeah. sure. They're only on half of the walls and every yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. and, and so hats. in case you were aware, when, when and you the tires and the tires. Uh, the pit stop strategy window. Yeah. Actually, is that Amazon? AWS does do a lot of the yeah, the strategy. Yeah. The t- the track dominance by section <laughs> infographic. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys uh right before we started recording were saying uh that you had a hard time remembering this race uh we are recording. It's Tuesday. The race was two days ago. Mm-hmm. So, so I was curious if people were going to remember the details. Me personally, I mean, I can't tell you off the top of my head. I got to look at the notes, but <laughs> I remember there was some some good action. No, I remember there was good action. Yeah, we I remember just, like yeah. There's the like basics. I remember that. I remember basically there's there was good action in this yeah. race. So we're all on the same page. Okay, this is a, right. this is a watching okay. in the background race for me. There was off the top of the dome. There was um, uh, George Russell crashed into the wall. It looked like he was done, and then he mm-hmm. drove for like twenty more laps or something. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was crazy. crazy. Uh, he, he was climbing he up was the done. ranks. Yeah, and then his and then his car just stopped. Yeah, they were like, uh, that you was gotta, wild. You gotta stop the car. Um, yeah, there was a lot of drama from mm. this weekend. Uh, there was a lot of qualifying drama, particularly. 
qualifying was in the wet, mm-hmm. uh, which caused a, caused a lot of uh, mix up in terms of like where people ended up. Hulkenberg qualified second. Uh, That's right, and then got a third three place grid penalty and dropped down. But what that was, was the penalty crazy. for? I never uh, looked it up. It was a red flag infringement that people are kind of like, I don't know, I think Ted Kravitz was mad about it. Uh, Ted Kravitz was mad about a lot during this race, but he was mad about that. Wait, um, was this, uh, was he the one that, like, the red flag went up and he crossed the line and they were like, wow, he just made it. And so they didn't count that lap? Um, no, it, well, the, the infringement particularly was like he was over his delta that he was supposed to be at for a red flag. Um, it was like very, I don't know. It was a little shady, but, um, interesting. Yeah. I thought I kind of read a little bit about the, um, the penalty they gave him, and they were like, normally this is a 10 place penalty, but because he wasn't really near anybody and there was no danger, we're just going to do three. So it's like, why do it at all? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? Before we get, further into this let me uh let me just introduce the team because uh they're first up uh first up is haas kevin magnuson got seventh place nico holkenberg who we are currently talking 17th about 17th place got, what did i say seventh yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> let's be clear they had a bad weekend kevin magnuson got 17th place Nico Hulkenberg got 15th after qualifying second. Uh, which, you know, even if he was on the front row, I think he would still have ended up somewhere around 15th place, let's be honest. Yeah, of course. I'm um, a little surprised. You start I, in, well, I, I mean, qualifying second, getting knocked down to fifth, and then ending up 10 places lower is pretty fucking bad. <laughs> I kind of expect him to finish in the points. That would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, to see it. Uh, usually, he's on my fantasy team. I don't remember if he was this week. Uh, I kind of, I kind of said it and forget it a few weeks ago, and uh, I don't know. It's been working, so why not? Um, so I was like, oh, I hope he gets some points. I think he's on my team. He was not. I replaced him with Pierre Gasly. Oh boy, which we'll yeah. get to. Yeah. But uh yeah, also Kevin Magnuson like hit the wall pretty early on in the race because of uh avoiding like signs and mm-hmm. Perez sort of tangling uh for position when they were like tenth and eleventh or something. Um so he went off and then later in the race there was the whole the, the really weird non-accident with Magnuson and DeVries where they just like both went into a runoff like didn't crash but they couldn't like do the spin around to get back like facing forward because they yeah. both went in Yeah, uh, and that was wild I'm glad they didn't get penalties for that feels like it would have been kind of silly but uh, what a what a weird so, incident! Uh, how, oh yeah, what do they say? A racing incident. Yeah. 
was simply a racing incident. Um, I also, I don't know Abbott to Nico Hulkenberg during this race. Like, I, nothing it of was, note, uh, I think. He had a, a bad drive, you know? That's <laughs> how I would describe it from his perspective. You start up so front, so far up in front, and then everyone's passing you because you got a shit car. And, oh, here comes, uh, here come, who did he get overtaken by? Charles Leclerc, probably, yeah. Or was he? Did he start before him? Uh, he started. I mean, Hulkenberg started before Charles. Mm, yeah, so Charles had to overtake him at some point. Uh, uh, Max Verstappen was already in front of him, so he couldn't have overtaken him. Um, <laughs> Pretty much Fernando everybody Alonso, overtook him. No, Fernando yeah. Alonso started at, uh, in front of him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty everyone. much everyone. Um, uh, Oscar Piastri for sure did. Yeah, he for yeah. sure did. I mean, Nico was also lapped, so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Tough day for the Haas boys. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> boys. Maybe next time. Let's move on to AlphaTari. Nick DeVries got 18th. Yuki Tsunoda got 14th. Uh, you know, that weird tangle happened that really set yeah. DeVries back, obviously, and yeah. Magnuson back. Uh, DeVries, he jumped 18th. in the Oof. the lake thing. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uki jumped in the lake thing and kind um, of cannonballed um, into the water at high speeds, like a little bullet. Or a cannonball, I guess, is more accurate. Yeah, yeah. But was yeah. this before or after the race? After the race. I think that's like a Montreal tradition. A lot of people like... Where Yuki jumps in the lake? No, but like last year, Lewis like pushed Ange into the lake. Like, it's a thing. And they were... They pushed or they threw um like a Alpha Tauri team member. Into the into the lake. Hmm. I don't remember what their role is, some sort of admin. But a lot of people on Twitter were like, "This is the end of Alphatari because this guy's gone." Um, Wait, why is it the end of Alphatari? Because like another person left. I think they might have left to go to Ferrari or something. But oh, okay. Um, yeah, Marika, I must ask you as a Nick DeVries fan. Uh, you think he's gonna stick around all that much longer in the sport in Formula One? Uh, you know, I would hope so. I feel like Helmut Marco doesn't like him, is, but I, you know, he performing. like he did a lot he's basically for Mercedes. A Sergeant. Well, let's not go that far because someone didn't finish this race. Um. No, I think that he like has a lot of connections with different teams that he'd still find some sort of place in the sport if it wasn't on the track. But um, I hope he stays. I really thought last year for like a little bit because they were talking about Hamilton being sick during the last Canadian Grand Prix. I thought mm -hmm. that I was going to get to watch DeVries 
race in his place, and I was so excited. Mm. I mean, I wanted to see Lewis Hamilton, obviously, but I was like, wow, two two races that DeVries had to take over in, uh, in one vacation? What a thrill for me. <laughs> and that didn't happen. Was um, DeVries the one they duct taped to the hand cart? Yeah. 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 They should have done that again this race and then just pushed him in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that kind of thing would float, right? Uh, yeah. A Nick DeVries? A Nick DeVries and like a hollow metal hand cart. Yeah, I'm sure that, uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll float just fine. He's taped to it where he can't use his arms or his legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll we'll just pop right back up. Float on no, the surface. Just a goof. I'm not advocating murder. Yeah, it would be a fun goof. Okay, okay. Tradition, tradition. Trad- yeah, yeah, tradition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick you DeVries. jump in the lake after the race, and if you finish 18th, you get duct taped to a handcart. Sure. You get sure, sure. And it's up to you to get out. Okay. Moving on. To McLaren. They got zero points. Also, Afatari got zero points. House Ouch. got zero points. They all, all these teams got zero points. McLaren. This was, this was uh, tough for them. Um, yeah. Lando Norris got 13th. Oscar Piastri got 11th. They were, they, were, they were driving pretty well, if I remember correctly. They were driving well. They were all kind of close. They were, they were both kind of close to each other. I'd say the entire race, um, mm-hmm. Lando would have been in the points, but he got a five-second penalty for "quote-unquote" unsportsmanlike right. behavior. A bogus penalty. That's right. That knocked him out. I remembered something happened there. He was in the points. Yeah, he was in the points. He was in he the was points. Eighth or tenth or something. I think he would have probably been ninth. I actually have it here. So he finished sixty-eight seconds behind. He would have finished uh, what sixty. Yeah, yeah he would have been like, he would have been eighth. Eight. Or no, he would have been ninth. He would have been ninth. Lando, Lando was uh, good at math. one of the uh, uh, compelling storylines of this race, I thought. Uh, he got hit with the penalty, and then uh, there was still like oh, 20, 30 laps left in the race. So he was trying to move up as far as possible to negate the penalty. Uh, yeah. and, and he got stuck in a DRS train, and and it was, uh, it was it was it was fun to watch that guy like deal with that and and desperately try and move forward because he ultimately was going to get pushed back. Yeah, that's. I good kind of stuff. wish I had tuned into his uh, his like helmet cam for a while. I feel like that would have been a fun thing to watch. Was this the DRS train that Checo started? I know he was at the front of a DRS train Man, for a while. Yeah, I. it might have been because uh, it seemed like there were eight guys all just yeah. kind of within one second of each other unable to pass each other for like 45 minutes. Yeah, that feels correct. Um, Ted Kravitz was fuming on the broadcast about this Lando Norris penalty. He had already come in hot on the Hulkenberg penalty, but boy, oh boy, when they said Lando Norris was unsportsmanlike, he was like, this is crazy. Lando Norris is the sweetest guy on the track. 
He's the least from unsportsmanlike. He snapped. <laughs> so funny. And then they then they explained what the penalty was for, and then Ted's like, "Well, just say that. Don't yeah. say unsportsmanlike." He really took it to heart. And then in an, in the post race interviews, they were like, "Lando, what do you think of this penalty?" And he was like, "I'm not unsportsmanlike." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the penalty? I what don't did he remember. Do? He, I he, think like, he impeded yeah, somebody. He impeded somebody. Like, during the race, so he did, like, a double. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Albon. It might have been Oh, wait, I in think I remember. Lane. Yeah, he was, he was slowing down to enter the pit lane. Right, because he thought that they were going to do a double stack for the, yeah. Mer- or for yeah. the McLaren cars. And then so they were, trying like, to give time. because he was slowing down, it fucked up all the cars behind him and so they're like that's unsportsmanlike interesting it's so dumb it's very dumb <laughs> yeah truly just like have a different name for it i guess it just um, sounds like a catch-all yeah but it's also and, it sounds like a mistake that the team made and lando yeah. had to pay the price well, it's like in other sports, unsportsmanlike is like stuff that is kind of like outside the rules. Like you said something or you were aggressive in a way that like didn't really have to do with the game. Yeah. Uh, it happens all the time. Right. So it's like this is a very odd whatever. Uh, yeah. You, in a, you here slowed in America, down when you weren't supposed to is like that could be a rule. Apparently that is a rule, but they don't call it that. That's so stupid. <laughs> I also America, think they didn't tell like all the time. Yeah, so it's we, not it's surprising to hear this, and it's so funny to me how 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 much offense they took to the term. Yeah, I feel like there was also there was also some discussion about that term. Like, I, I don't know. Some I feel like someone was like, "That's the entire sport," like or something weird like that. Um. I don't know. I also think they didn't tell Lando for a while what the penalty was for. Um, mm-hmm. They were like, we're not going to tell him that it's for unsportsmanlike behavior. Because they thought he would cry. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. thought he'd be driving the car and start crying and then all the tears <laughs> would yeah, block his vision. Oh, it's raining. Like, it's raining. Yeah, it's raining. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he'd slow the car down again. He'd get hit with another one. He'd start crying even more. Mm-hmm. And he can't have racetrack. Yeah, the tears. The tears are now on the track. Yeah, it would. It would have been a absolute disaster to tell. You know who wasn't a disaster? Piastri. Uh, He got eleventh. Good for him. Is this the highest he's finished? No, I guess he's had points. Yeah, he got points in Australia this year. Yeah. But he's also, I feel like the past couple of races has been consistently battling for 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 points, uh, which you can't really say that about Nick DeVries, and you can't really say that about Logan Sargent. So is he the number one rookie this season so far? So far, I would have to points say Points-wise, for yes. sure. Points-wise, definitely. Points-wise, for sure. <laughs> There's no denying that. I think if Logan Sargent was on any other team, he'd be gone, right? Like for sure after this season. Oscar Piastri, Logan Sargent. Oh, Logan. Oh, I think yeah. But the fact that he's on Williams is like 
<laughs> yeah. Where are you gonna go? I think they're already uh, at the bottom. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did all right today, but no yeah, thanks we'll to Logan. Get to that. Uh, yeah. Um, but I mean, Oscar's been. Uh, hey, he's he's been he's been fighting for points. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I know I give him a hard time, but it's I. He's he's one of my boys. They're all my boys, and they drive the cars, and I gotta be hard on them sometimes. Yeah. And but when I see one the the one of them's doing better than they were before, I I like it. Doesn't matter who they are. Oscar Piastri, Nick DeVries, Logan Sargent. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Max The Verstappen. logical progression, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime I don't, I don't care about right. Oscar Piastri at all. Yeah, that's kind well, of my ultimately problem. same. <laughs> <laughs> you just included him in the same sentence with the Lewis second, Hamilton. The second he's done racing in Formula One, I don't care about him anymore. I'll hmm. say that about all these guys except... Nicholas Satifi, who should be on this show. <laughs> he should honestly replace Jeff. Who yeah, could that's maybe true. get him just as it's often. Probably easier to get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's insult him before we reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to McLaren. Oh, wait, nope. We just did that. Moving on to Alfa Romeo. One point. Joe Guan Yu, 16th. Who who could say what he did in that race? Not me. Uh, Valtteri Bottas got 10th. Valtteri in the points. Let's go, Slay. boy. Yes, King. Finally. One of four drivers on a one-stop strategy during this race. And then, you know what? Paid off. Paid off for all of them. They're, they mm. all got points. Yeah. I love that um, for... I love that for Valtteri. Me too. Also, I guess Joe did have some issues in qualifying with his car. It just kind of like almost stopped. Yeah, um, right when it started. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> right his, when it started, it almost stopped. <laughs> it's a re- oh, story of Joe's life. Well, okay, interesting <laughs> thing happening on Marika's camera. My microphone just moved up. Almost looked like it was gonna fly away. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, I'll say it. Alfa Romeo, the most boring team on the grid. I'm bored <laughs> looking at them. I'm bored seeing that car. Uninteresting. You, you say that, but you did say that. Bottas was hottie of the week material this I week. I said maybe. I have you not front decided. Runner. Front runner. <laughs> haven't decided yet. <laughs> and you know what? That's no thanks to the team. That's all Valtteri. Yeah. And it's Alpha fashion Romeo as an organization, of an F1 organization, they're like, they remind me of like, I don't know, Sunday school. Well... <laughs> Just boring. Expand. Like it's, it's just, just boring. boring. Yeah. It's work. You have to be there. 
It's about Because your parents are telling you you gotta, and you don't want them to be mad. Yeah. So talking about them is a chore, too. Yeah, we have to talk about them <laughs> because they're on the grid, and I'm always so bored by them, you know? <laughs> it's like in Sunday school. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like that. One time, um, uh, in our in our Sunday school program at the at the Catholic Church I was raised in, uh, we went on a retreat um, to like a, a camp for a weekend, and the idea was to talk about God. But you know what they had there? You know what they had at this camp that we were there for a weekend? And they said I could do as much as I wanted. They had go karts there. Nice. So, in a way, I feel like maybe Alfred Romeo should be your favorite team. I think I've come around on them. I think Alfred Romeo is now number one. Like, God kind of introduced you to go-karting. That's a great point. Yeah. Probably the most Catholic of any of the teams, too. Yeah. 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 They are Italian. They are Italian. I bet bet they're the Pope's favorite team. Uh, Probably Ferrari, actually. (laughs) Probably Ferrari. Can he have a favorite no. team? Can the Pope have a favorite team? Yeah. Absolutely. Popes are allowed to have favorite things. Okay. You guys ever them. watched The Young Pope or The New I Pope? I did. I liked that show a lot. Yeah, me too. It was great. You like The Young Pope? Super oh good. my God, I love The Young Pope. Oh, good for Jude Law. <laughs> He's so I good. Think those are He's so good. He's so young. Unappreciated shows for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> love to hear this from you, Pyle. Let's move on to Alpine. Four points. Esteban Ocon in eighth. Pierre Gasly in twelfth. Poor Pierre again. You know, Marika, explain this to me. What am I reading here? Called (laughs) for a race ban against Carlos. I'll read my exact note that I wrote down in this. It says, called for a race ban against Carlos for impeding, LOL, and then in parentheses, he's right, but like, chill out, bruv. Um, (laughs) During qualifying, if you didn't know, uh, Carlos kind of slowed down, I think, at one of the last turns to get ready to do a final push lap in qualifying and also make sure that he got over the line in time so that he could do that final hot lap um and pierre kind of like no one warned carlos that someone was behind him or something like there was clearly an issue with the ferrari like strategists communicating with him um but pierre got the brunt of that uh, and was so so mad, uh, and I don't remember yeah, this. It was it was really dramatic. It was like it caused Pierre. It, it was in Q two, I think, and it caused Pierre to not make it into Q three. They were like, if he had been able to finish his lap, he would have gotten up to P six or something like that and made it into Q three. Um, they they talked to Otmar. He was pissed. Okay, as, like, I remember them talking pissed, to Otmar. As pissed as Otmar could be. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, I saw this happen. And first of all, yes, it was a slow lap for Carlos, so he wasn't 
he was like in the racing line, but there was no one behind him. And then I think there was somebody also in a, on a slow lap that I think he either passed or was there was a second car. So he was yeah. like uh, not not passing him or it getting out of the way Lando. of that car. Yeah, and and in getting out of the way, he went into the racing line and basically blocked um Pierre. And uh Pierre was like super pissed off and the F1 commentators like, "Oh, that's like an instant impeding penalty." Yeah. Like obviously, he should definitely get that. And uh, I don't know. I mean I it guess was- so. But I also like looked at it and I'm kind of like, I'm not really sure he had anywhere to go. Like, was he supposed to turn off the it was at like the chicane turn. So it's like he could have gone off the track, I guess. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like weird and probably like an impeding thing according to the letter of the law. But I don't really understand if like. I don't know. It it didn't seem like that huge of a deal to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like when you get blocked from doing a hot lap, that's like a big problem. But I don't know. In Carlos's interview afterwards, he's like, I got impeded seven times. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and yeah, he did. Like everyone was doing this. I mean, so yeah, it was like, I got that. He should have, like, I, I feel the same. He probably did impede, but like, yeah, I think it wasn't uh, that big of a deal. I think Pierre did the same thing the race before or something like that. So whatever yeah and like yeah i mean oh yeah the race before pr just like kept getting penalties or whatever but uh he also yeah he made in the interviews carlos was like yeah this happened to me a bunch of times i don't know and then pierre was like made it into a safety thing where he was like i was going 300 miles an hour like he should be banned for this he should get a race ban for this it's like 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 you're he, not wrong that he did a bad thing but like chill out <laughs> it's yeah not i that like the deal <laughs> when that quality ended like pierre like jumped out of the car and started like going down the pit yeah. lane and i really, I really thought, thought he was heading towards the ferrari garage too. for a second yeah because it was like yeah it was it was when qualifying ended. it was so weird so bizarre i thought they were gonna fight um and then obviously, like Charles had had the bad, it, Ferrari had a bad qualifying, um, but we'll get into that. Uh, I have yeah, no, you know. no memory of any of this. Oh, interesting! Absolutely not. Interesting. No memory of this, but you have a general sense <laughs> of what happened during the race. Of course, the qualifying Absolutely. was super exciting. Yes. Qualifying yes. was very exciting. I think, I think in my brain, I only have room for one dramatic qualifying incident uh a week per weekend and right. i took up space with the indy car one where where right because uh, there was an actual scott fight. was it scott dixon and will power yeah will power there's some great name. Name. there's this guy yeah. there's this indy car driver he's a rookie he's, yeah i think he's coming last every race this season his name is stingray rob yeah it really is what an insane yeah <laughs> it's that's the name I ever heard. Yeah. I, I, I mean, had to I, check to make sure it wasn't a nickname, and his name is Stingray. Yeah, I think I did that same Google search. Um, yeah, anyway. I, I wish that the Pierre Carlos thing had been escalated to what the Dixon and Power situation was. I wish there had been some shoving. <laughs> Who would win? But in alas, that fight? there wasn't. I Pierre think, and Carlos. I think. I think Carlos. Would. Carlos. I think. 
If I had I to, Pierre's pretty tall, isn't he? Taller than Carlos, he probably has the reach. If I had to, oh, if I had to, like, kind of rank everyone on the grid based on who could throw a punch and like connect and like, ooh, that was a good punch thrown. Carlos is up towards the top. I think Carlos yeah. could throw a punch. I don't I think, think Pierre, Valtteri. Pierre, maybe. Me, I think Valtteri I think Pierre could throw the hardest Valtteri punch. could absolutely throw a punch. Yeah, he'd and then I would say it. Nico and Kevin. I think Kevin probably would go like, like judo, like get low and <laughs> yeah. like really. Yeah, he'll get you in some sort of animalistic. Yeah. Yes, sure, very sure, sure. I think that my my thought of what the Carlos and Pierre altercation would be like would be. Pierre would be kind of scrappy and like actually like try to get into his face and Carlos would yeah. be like a little calm and a little cool and like just move out of the way. Get he'd back. be doing get a back. lot of stay back. He'd be doing a lot so, of like Pierre. Uh, Pierre. defensive stuff. What language would they be yelling in? Italian. Would it be Spanish on Spanish, <laughs> French on French, French on Italian, English all, all around. around. They're all they're <laughs> English. all flying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll sorry, Pierre. There. Sorry, Pierre. Moving on to Williams. Six points. Logan Sargent did not finish. What else is new? Alex Albon, seventh place. Great Driver race. of the day. And you Woo! know what? Great race. I like Alex Albon. <laughs> yeah, you did I say like, this last week. I like the guy. Yeah. Like, he's as a, a guy, I like him. He's a he's little fine. cutie patootie. Um, um, I didn't know who his girlfriend or wife girlfriend, girlfriend was. Uh, they they pulled her up after the, oh, yeah, after the race. That. She had a very cute outfit on. And I, yeah, and she's she seemed, very fashionable. She seemed very perfect for alex and i was like man good good for alex everything it looks yeah, alex like Albon, it's going real well Lily, he, she's a professional golfer golfer yeah so that's why i had the golf ball helmet for that one race yeah and, and i guess that's, that's why they, they why like they swinging. like put her on the spot and put her on camera because I, I was yeah. like watching and it's like and then they're like and then what about lily and and i'm like what the fuck why are they making this this woman like <laughs> Go like, oh, please don't put me on camera. But then steps in front of the camera and she looks camera ready. And I was like, who is this person? Yeah, like, oh, she's, she's an icon. We love she's more popular on social media than Alex is. Yeah. And that's what I like about Alex. He, his hair is bad. And he's just having a good time. His hair is bad, but but on purpose. I mean, not yeah. on, he doesn't want it to be bad. But he's still like, like the kind of guy who's like, "What if I, ble- what if I bleach my hair?" Yeah, and then he does it, and he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> I guess I have okay. to keep doing this, otherwise it's gonna look worse." <laughs> um, yeah, look, we stand, we stand them. One of my favorite couples of the grid, I would say. Yeah, probably, actually, probably my favorite. Carlos broke up with his girlfriend. So mm. that's a huge development. Yeah. Didn't that happen like uh, a couple months ago? Yeah, like a couple weeks or something. Mm. Fernando broke up with his girlfriend a couple of months ago. Uh, and then actually, 
there was a weird thing this weekend where I guess uh, Carlos's girlfriend posted some sort of Instagram story with like a reference to Alonzo. So I don't know what's going on. Interesting. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to look back and find that because uh, it made me laugh. But hey, you know what? Alex Albon did great. He did, did great. great in qualifying. The like map, that little sector map that Pyle was talking about. Mm-hmm. It was like more than half Albon and then a little bit Verstappen at one point. That was fun. Yeah, I know. I was looking at that too, and it, it was mostly in the corners that Max had the advantage, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. That's where you. Yeah, that's usually where. It's where you make up a don't. lot of time, though. If you if you're fast in the corners, you could you could have a fast car in the straightaway. But if you can make up tenths of a second on each turn, those tenths add up. Anyway. Not to get into race talk on this race car podcast. Yeah, very scientific. If you drive faster uh, around a corner, it's better. You kind of like fling your car. Any other pearls of racing knowledge? It's not about driving faster through the corner. It's finding the racing line. It's finding the racing line. It's about breaking through the corner. Pile. Break early. This is why you pile up. That's right. Yeah. Because you think it's not just about driving fast through the corner. <laughs> Maybe it should be about driving fast. I Ooh, thought about that. Yeah, Lance. I have thought about that Ooh, when I play F one twenty three. Lanto. Whatever. Every time I try and drive fast through the corners, I spin out and go into a wall. So it's not about that. I'm, I can tell you. That's fair. Uh, moving on. Congrats, Albon. Enjoy the points. Enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy those points. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portabellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast 
vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Next up is Mercedes. 15 points. George Russell did not finish. Lewis Hamilton got third. Yeah, baby. Truly Same back. Truly place back. He was on the podium last year. Love to see it. Uh, this Mercedes was an interesting team to watch this week, as we as we mentioned before. George Russell hit the wall pretty early on in the race. Continued to drive. Uh, it, it was a crash so bad. Like that was a was a. There's a safety car for it. There's debris everywhere, and uh, I, I was like sure he was done, and then yeah, not the only like was he not falling done, off the car. Yeah, something. Not, like only, a, not yeah. only was he not done, he then, you know, took his car back to the pit, fixed it, and then went all the way from the back of the grid. Up to how far did he get up to? Did he he got to the points, didn't he? Before ultimately he had to retire the car. Wasn't he like in like ninth or he something? He might have gotten up to tenth. Maybe I can find one of those things that like shows people's positions mm-hmm. as the race goes on. Um, but he he uh, the, he, he recovered. Uh, he recovered. They also and he made was a somewhere point. in the grid where I was lo- watching it and going like, oh wow, how did George is still in this race, huh? This is. Good for him. Yeah. They also made a point of like, uh, basically when he was doing his pit stop, they were like, he needs to not get lapped during this. And he managed to not get lapped, which I have to assume would have helped him a decent amount. I guess he would have had to like, you know, try and get past, max or something yeah that would have been bad (laughs) wow uh tough day for george he gave it everything lewis on the podium is this his third straight podium second it's a second Second, i think at least second um also he was so happy He's taking selfies of people during the driver's uh, little whatever, press conference. That's, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Also, the cool down room was really funny because it was just Max and Lewis for a long time and they were both kind of silent <laughs> for like yeah. half of it. I loved it. Um, they were both silent. Max broke the silence 
talking about the clips that they show them, the highlights. Um, and it felt very much like it felt it felt kind of like they just met, like they had like <laughs> like they like Fernando Alonso was their mutual friend who invited them over. Yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> "I gotta wait. I'm gonna I gotta run to the store real quick. I got I forgot I forgot you guys are coming over. I need to get some cups. I don't have any cups." <laughs> So he leaves um, to go to the store, and then it's just the two of them, and they don't really know each other, and they don't know what to talk about. So they're watching race highlights. Yeah. That feels That's what correct. it felt like. I will just interject really quickly that uh, Russell pitted at, or DNF'd at lap 54, and at that point he was in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth place. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. Bummer for him. Um, yeah, also, was it was it his fault that he hit the wall? Yeah, he yes. heard, okay. yeah, he like no one was, was around very him. clearly driver <laughs> error. So maybe yeah. that's maybe that's why he was uh, did such a good recovery job because he's like it was my fault I hit the wall. I have yeah, to make up for that this. Feels like his personality. Yeah. Um. Also, Lewis had a really good start at the beginning of the race. He immediately overtook Alonzo, which, I mean, uh, we could talk about uh, Aston Martin next, but I'm tired of Alonzo's promises. I don't trust him. Let's talk what about do you mean? Aston Martin. Uh, 20 points for Aston Martin. Lance Stroll got ninth. Fernando Alonzo got second marika please no it was just the same it's the same exact thing that happened last year he starting second on the grid is well, talking promising some he's shit, gonna win talking some shit about i'm you know we're gonna attack max on the first corner is what he said last year mm-hmm. and then uh this year he like I mean, truly midway through the race, he was like, I want to win the race, which was at that point, I was like, you're insane. It's impossible. He had uh, a great uh, radio call this race. Fuck. How did, what, what did he say? He said something like, I think they were talking about uh, he was trying to catch Lewis and on the, the team was like, can you catch him? And he on the radio and they, they broadcasted it he goes leave it to me like he's a fucking batman <laughs> <laughs> he's always he's he's got the he's just got some of my favorite radio calls i was gonna say he's got my favorite but i think yuki is my favorite radio calls yeah that's fair um Yuki's but always... fernando is like i'm a character in a movie yeah he is like, giving constantly. that energy a lot of the time I, I, he's I always he just like yeah i don't know i think Ultimately, he did well, and he kept his promise of being on the podium for the rest of the year so far. Has he podiumed every race? No. No, not every race. But after, especially because last week, or the Spanish GP, he didn't podium. But after that, that's right. which was a bad performance for him, he was like, expect me on the podium 
every race. Well, well that's um, a promise he kept. Which I didn't not believe him up for that, but I, as soon as, he, again, he was like, I'm going to attack Max, I was like, no, you're fucking not. We've seen this happen before. You're going to back off like a little bitch. And then that's exactly what happened. The Hamilton took his place. <laughs> I'm still really mad about last year. <laughs> I really wanted to see him just murder Max Verstappen at the first quarter. I was so excited. My friend, after that qualifying, my friend immediately went and bought a Fernando Alonso like jersey. We were like, he's going to do it. He's going to win this race. It's going to be crazy. And immediately oh he sucked. <laughs> he finished second. He finished second. No, I mean, last year. He finished year. second and if last you take... Year. Okay, okay, okay. If you take... Uh, Max out of the picture. He he basically won the race. Sure, 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 sure. Also, he was dealing with a lot of tire issues, or he was he was dealing with a lot of lift and coasting at the end of the race. Mm. Casey, as a race car simulator driver, can you explain yeah. lift and coast? Um, I think so. I think it's uh. <laughs> You know, you're put you're putting less on the brakes and you're and you're and you're coasting through uh corners. Uh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not you're not you're not late breaking, you're breaking mm -hmm. early yeah. so you can ease through sure, 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 sure. The, the corners. I believe it's to reserve power. Yeah. They were they were worried about power on his team and he was mad about the fact they had to do this for so long. He was like, when can I stop? <laughs> and Hamilton was gaining on him for a while. Um, but, I mean, he had a good race. He did fine. But yeah, there I'm, was... I'm over believing that he's going to fight Max at any point in time. He's never going to do that. No, I know. He's, of course not. Well, uh, this not, was a maybe in a couple years. race than it has been. Yeah. I mean, not close enough to fight anyone, but... There was a stretch there where, where I mean, I'm not even thinking about Max. He's it's just like well, he's just about, a guy. I'm talking about Max specifically. Okay, Alonzo promising to fight Max and then not okay. at all as a repeated offense that I will not stand for. He, he only can promise nine seconds behind Max. Yeah, he can. He can promise. That's closer than a lot of the races. This yeah, year. that it's is not true. Like Thirty seconds. But like, what different? Like, what difference does that make? Other, like, also that's I just like a factor of this twenty-one track. seconds <laughs> difference. But that's not. That's not the point that I'm making. Is like that's not fighting someone. Like he's he, the thing that he has promised multiple times is like attacking Max on the first lap, and immediately. He it, it he drives so poorly that it looks like he just backs off of that idea entirely. And that has happened mm. two years in a row, specifically at this track, after he has said those things. But it also mm. keeps happening at other races, too. He doesn't know yet who his fight is with. And, and when he does know, <laughs> he, he thinks he's fighting for a championship. And he's yeah. not. He's not. Uh, I think he will be in... Uh, Maybe two years. I think. I think. I think. I think the other cars As are going 44 to catch up. As a forty-four-year-old, Fernando Alonso could win his third championship. But uh, his fight is with Lewis. Uh, yeah. And, yes. and that is and going to become more clear as the season goes on when they 
and Lewis gets more podiums and there and then he's like I, I have to fight Lewis and, yeah. and that is a fight that can actually be happening on the track yes and it, so happened. i was really it was happening this race you know, i know for a while lewis, lewis was was catching him he was chasing him down i was like this is good i like this yeah. but fernando ultimately was able to hold him off got some distance yeah when fernando alonso says pre-race i'm going to crash into lewis on the first <laughs> turn and take him out then then i'll believe him (laughs) okay (laughs) uh i mean if he did that to lewis now uh after lewis's reign uh i think i think a lot of people would hate that (laughs) taking out max is one thing in 2023 take out lewis in 2023 i think it's like well sure 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 i mean he loved he did say last year that lewis can't win unless he's starting on pole he did um, say that which was a blatant lie but (laughs) such a good line though (laughs) it's a yeah he's he's a movie character it's his classic lines i hope i hope he gets a lot of screen time in brad pitt's movie that would be nice. Oh, I also, hope he I, sees Brad Pitt walking around in the paddock and is like, now would be a great time to throw one of my fantastic movie lines at him. <laughs> I also do want to say that you guys gave me grief for saying that Max had classic lines that he said, but literally on the broadcast this week, the commentators were, were like, oh, what's that classic Max line? Simply lovely that he says about racing. And I was like, ha ha. I'm correct. <laughs> okay. So take that. Such an iconic line. Simply lovely. <laughs> says it a lot. <laughs> he said that after hitting a bird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on to Ferrari. 22 points. Carlos Sainz got fifth. Charles Leclerc got fourth. And I think this is where they should be. Yeah. Happy yeah. for them. Yeah. Really made a comeback. I think this is where they will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great teamwork from the boys this week. Yeah, I guess. They, I, mean, they, <laughs> I mean, they secured 22 points. I think that was their goal. I don't think either of them were like, we're gunning for a podium. I think they're like max points. Max yeah. points possible if you get a podium. But I think they were like, let's working together more than anything. I mean, I think that going into the weekend, they thought they could get a podium. I feel like they're, they were performing pretty well in the free practices. Like Charles was kind of up there with Max. Uh, mm-hmm. Not with, you know, but like relatively close enough where it was like maybe he could be on the podium. Um, but obviously, like. Charles had an accident going up to the grid, um, which I we haven't talked about the grandstand yet, but this is I feel like a good time to get into the grandstand. Uh, oh, my Daniel God. Ricardo I, was, and I forgot Arnett's. that's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened uh, to the grandstand? Commentary on ESPN for all of the American, uh, or not American, all of the North American um, yeah. races. 
going on. I think I know um, why we haven't mentioned it because uh, we all barely watched it because it was yeah, uh, terrible. It was, yeah, it was bad. I did watch, as I said, a like 30 minute chunk of it this morning just to give it a little more time. Uh, to see if it approved at all, I would was say there it any didn't. Ever, but was there ever any point where Will Arnett said something where it sounded like he knew what he was talking about? No, and <laughs> this is the first. This was the first instance where that happened, where they were showing like the footage where there's usually the commentary over it of like about the track and previous battles and that kind of stuff. And Will Arnett was like. Also, Charles Leclerc had an. A- we heard he had an accident on the way to the grid. Um, that's kind of sloppy, right? Like, <laughs> and Daniel just had to sit there being like, you know, I mean, like it's when people go are going doing that first lap. Like, it's not the formation lap. They're like, that's the first time that they're driving the car for the day. Like, they're tires have been cold up for that point they kind of are trying to push as much as they can uh but yeah you know mistakes aren't good <laughs> like you really tried to couch it and then at one point um a, a little later on will arnett br- brought up a joke that he made to daniel ricardo earlier about ferrari and he was like ferrari is not worried about or ferrari shouldn't be worried about beating other competitors they should be worried about beating themselves uh and daniel was like i'm not going to say anything because <laughs> i feel that was a joke <laughs> yeah i mean it was really bad um but I, I mean, I, I said it at some point, but I think it's so weird that they can have Daniel Ricardo be a sports pundit when he's actively employed by one of the teams, uh, and also like it, in a position where he lot, wants, though. especially to... with ESPN, they love talking to they're they're on ESPN. They will talk to baseball players while they are like they'll conduct interviews with players while they're on the field playing baseball and but that's it, but that's like crazy that that happens to i mean me. that that does sound crazy but that's conducting an interview versus like hosting a show right like do they employ that many active um, like there are there are players? times there are times when like uh you know it's like the NBA playoffs or something they'll have like a player who's already out for the season come on and like give their thoughts yeah um but never really do commentary for an entire event and also right. from the couple minutes i watched uh daniel wasn't really saying much so. no he wasn't he made a he was like i'm not good at multitasking and will arnett was like i've i've held your steering wheel i feel like you can't say that you're not good at multitasking and he's like this is like a completely different thing I think you I think that I amended my first take that like Daniel was truly awful. I think they all did a bad job, but I think he one I think there was classic, you know, like web cam yeah, delay stuff it, going on. I don't think it helped that they were in two different places. Yeah. That was a major issue. Uh Oh, they weren't he, even in the same room? No, they weren't. No, no, you could see you good. could see uh Daniel was at the track. You could see the yeah. cars going behind him and Will uh who knows where he who was. Who knows where he was. Um he was like in some sort of studio. But they also like it it felt like Daniel was 
trying to like he was the person trying to look stuff up they had like a stats guy but he was like you know watching replay footage or like going to like on camp like the camera feed for certain drivers to look at what happened in certain Mm -hmm. incidents so he was kind of just like silently like looking at stuff and being like oh yeah Uh, but there were times where people would say something to him and he would just reply like yeah and then like five seconds later be like sorry i was looking at something (laughs) oh my god so like there were a lot of moments where it was just like people being like, oh, man, what happened there? We'll have to wait and see the replay and like, which doesn't not happen on the normal skies yeah. footage, but they're better at like, I mean, just talking. Yeah, I, I, I switched over to see what it was like. It was so low energy. Well, our dad seemed so scared because he didn't actually have any. He didn't. Like, Common, he, can't, he can't it's i i get it it's hard i don't know if i it like i don't think i could do it i don't want to speak for you guys but if we like did a live commentary on a race yeah you, do you think we could be able to talk about what was happening as it was happening without hearing martin brundle and i think that we i think if we had enough of the windows up that we needed like if we had live timing sure if we're doing like a minority report yeah i think i think that we could probably do better than a will arnett yeah yeah i think we would do better (laughs) i'm just gonna say it outright i think (laughs) let's let's challenge them let's challenge them i think we would do better (laughs) it was also like like will arnett have a commentary off yeah i like that idea they brought on patrick dempsey and will arnett intro for patrick dempsey was like just blatantly like i also read that he did like podiumed on Le Mans, like at Le Mans, and patrick dempsey's just kind of like sitting there like because they brought his camera up too early (laughs) (laughs) it felt like me on Streamyard, like also trying (laughs) to program a stream while like talking uh, but knowing Will that Will Arnett was not to doing that at all, OBS himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he it sounds would like never. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Daniel Ricardo was trying to uh, the way that I engineer any podcast that we do in studio, where I'm <laughs> switching cameras, I'm well, looking stuff up. <laughs> Daniel, oh, had Nick a... and Mitch have something to ask me. Uh, I guess now, now I got to switch to my camera. I got to answer their question. <laughs> yeah, I do hope that Daniel was running the stream, but he did. He did have. <laughs> he took a selfie in the room, and he had a monitor that had a lot of different things on it. I don't know if everyone had that, or if it was just because he was in like one of the commentary boxes. Anyway, Will Arnett was talking shit about Ferrari and. Charles specifically, but like clearly doesn't know enough about the sport in a way that was like nah, I get when people complain about how did he get this job just from being friends with Dak Shepard or something? Prob- probably. Yeah. Why didn't they why and, didn't they, why didn't uh, they have Daniel. Dax do it? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, actually not, Will Arnett had name? that like one weird live audio podcast thing that i probably didn't go anywhere i don't even remember what the company was he doesn't he have a formula one podcast 
Dax he does. Dax he had does, like but a, I thought he had Will a Arnett Formula One like, like live audio yeah. thing. Yeah. And this seemed um, like the first time he had ever like you watched, watched the race, race last week. <laughs> yeah. He went, I got it. Anyway. Yeah. Sounds brutal. They should do the Nickelodeon thing where they just oh with my football, God, where they just yeah. have like a separate feed where they add in sounds and graphics. Yeah, there's slime that all over the would track. Rock. That would that Yeah, would when rock. somebody like spun out, they would just like CGI in slime in the spot that they hit and you just go <laughs> oh my god I would that'd love be this. fun that'd be so dope and just like have funnier cartoon noises for the engines and stuff uh, I know <laughs> and horns yeah horns beep beep they add beep beep every time something passes I oh know and it goes um, no, these are all great notes I do know one of the people yes, who work are you listening I know one of the people who work on the Nickelodeon football shows so may, i'll i'll run this by him see pitch what he this thinks. pitch this i'm sure yeah, they're i'm sure kids all over america are dying yeah for the nickelodeon broadcast of of the Azerbaijan grand prix <laughs> <laughs> you said it right yeah uh congrats ferrari enjoy yeah, the points happy for them you also them. i i do just want to say really quickly that there was a lot of weird radio messaging to Charles where they were just kept being like, Carlos won't attack you. And nobody could make heads or tails of like why they kept telling him that. Uh, and I think even He's after probably the scared. Ra- <laughs> yeah. It's probably I, like a scaredy cat. I read something after the race that was like a, a Formula One pundit uh, talked about that specifically and described it as like, a school teacher talking to their pupil like (laughs) like just having to be reassured but also like given firm instructions i don't know but i agree it was a weird vibe i don't know what's going on there we have to move on to red bull first place 35 points sergio perez got sixth plus the fastest lap max verstappen got first place um, what is new all right i think the stat of the week for me was that max has now led like 249 consecutive laps yeah it's crazy some outrageous number awesome that's so dominant it's insane every yeah. week they come up with a new thing that he's like completely dominating it's like a new he's stat, playing nothing i've never thought about before it's it's like he's playing a video game uh, truly yeah. a different i will thing. say i that stat is really impressive they also kept saying that this was like his 25th pole position and that stat i was like that doesn't that sound low. yeah i was yeah. like that doesn't, doesn't sound, sound exciting right <laughs> it's um, like why do you keep talking about this this was his f- 41st win Some, somewhere in the 40s uh, i think he's tied with art and senna now yeah yes, i think he's, he's tied, tied with, with senna. senna um this was Ferrari's, not Ferrari, Red Bull's 100th, 100th win. Yeah. Also feels low, but okay. Yeah. yeah, that also, that does feel low because I feel like I've been watching Formula One for a year and a half now, and I feel like I've seen half of Max's wins. I mean, that's probably true. Like, I yeah. had to have seen him I win mean, like 20 times. He's yeah. a young guy. Also, like... the. The Red Bull stat, like, uh, Mercedes won so many of the races 
yeah. two years ago because it was Bottas and Hamilton in the front always. So like that kind of makes sense, but um Max, uh, you know, usually we don't have a lot to say about his on track performance because he's so far ahead and it's boring. Um, but this week he was so far ahead. Uh, he he made a little bit of a mistake and he went he over the curb and he almost ended off. his own race and then he yeah. laughed it off. He's like, oh, almost He's like, oh fuck, almost I'm lost so- it there. <laughs> I think he said he almost knocked himself out. Yeah, which I which I guess could mean like knocked out himself of out of the race. I took it to mean that he hit his head, bonked his head too hard and almost passed my head out. Um, that's what I thought he meant. Uh, so he's laughing about it. Uh, no big deal. NBD. Uh, he hit a bird at yeah, some I point, sure and it was stuck in the car. Uh, yeah, that was the other the thing. The for the first stand. time before we start recording, gross. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other was thing. That the bird a thing was, at all? Well, I would have thought that bird would have just been like completely. It was yeah, stuck in a brake duct. It gets to be like a thousand degrees in there. I, yeah, I would thing, think it was like not just like a crispy. To a crisp, yeah, they pulled it out, and it was it. Was, it should be a freaking chicken tender. Ooh, right? Yeah, they has to eat it. They has to eat it. Um, yeah. The other thing they were talking about a lot in the grandstand, they couldn't understand the. I or Will Arnett specifically could not understand the concept of uh, groundhogs appearing on the track, and then Patrick Dempsey had to explain to him that because this was he just can't understand it. Man, look, I don't know. <laughs> Daniel kept calling them beavers, and then Will Arnett wouldn't, didn't correct him. And Daniel was like, "You're from Canada, right? What are they called?" And he was like, "I don't know." Uh, just like didn't know that was a feature of the track. And then Patrick Dempsey was like, "Yeah, it's like quiet most of the year. So when the cars come back to this race, like they all get shaken up, they leave their little holes, and then they get scared." The ground is shaking. They're like, "What yeah. the heck is going like, on? What is this? Oh shit? my god!" And then people can hit them and spin out. I did see a gr- a dead groundhog when I was there. When I was walking the track up to the like it was hit by a car pin. dead. Uh, I think it might have died of shock because it was perfectly intact and just on the side. And I felt bad for it. I was Yikes. like, oh, little buddy. Sorry, man. <laughs> what did you see? Preston Pirelli. Yeah. To the groundhog. <laughs> um, I got nothing else to say about Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Uh, yeah. Checo's having a bad time, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, for for a minute okay. there, it seemed like Checo would be challenging for the championship. I don't think that's the case. No, no. no. But there's still a lot of racing left to do. Who's so to true. say? So true. Let's uh, let's wrap it up here for uh, for the Canadian Grand Prix. That's all the racers. That's what they did, and it's time to rate the race. Here at the pit wall, when we like something, we give it a push push. If we don't like something, we give it a box box. And then today's something is the race. And what I give it is a push push. I like this. It was entertaining. A lot of action. Yeah. Some good driving. I always give it yeah. a push push. I feel the push, same. Push. I'm sad. I wasn't there. Would have loved to be. Uh, I can <laughs> say that about every qualifying. race. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I. I feel the same about <laughs> wanting to be there. 
for, as every other race, and yeah. I give it a push push because it was fun to watch on my television. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Hottie of the week. <laughs> now, I mentioned earlier that the front runner was Valtteri Bottas because we saw this great photo where he was in a flannel shirt and a flannel hat. He had sunglasses on. His mustache was on point. Couldn't really see the mullet flapping underneath the big flannel hat. But he was looking pretty good. And I'm not giving it to him. I'm giving it to oh. Alex Albon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's as big of an honor as driver of the day. So he driver should be really of the proud. Day. My driver of the day is also the hottie of the week. Uh, my hottie of the week I'm gonna give it to Carlos because what else is new he was wearing jeans and we're proud of him for that um and to I just like the way that he was was racing no but uh, he's had a bad history with pants I'll Mm. say it and I'm not the first to say it um so I was happy to see him in like decent looking jeans. Also, there's a petition that was started by uh, Two Girls, One Formula that to take better photos of Carlos. Uh, and there were good photos this week and everyone was like, they listened. Um, so that was good. And then also, I just liked the way he handled the Pierre thing because I thought it was funny. <laughs> he was just like, I don't care, man. <laughs> it's real baddie behavior. And I liked it. Um, I'm going to go with the bird that got sucked into the brake duct wow. of Max Verstappen's car because that's the only being that can keep up with Max Verstappen. Wow. Physically warm Good also. Point. Must yes, have been. Also very hot bird. Yeah. Little bitch of the day. Mm. I'm kind of going to go with all of the curbs on this track for the little bitch of the day. They were just kind of causing a commotion for a lot of people. Charles's floor got fucked up. Max almost bonked his head. Um, And that's rude. So it's the curbs for me. I'm going to go with uh, the FIA for the no unsportsmanlike (laughs) penalty. Come on, guys. Watch out. They're going to come for you. Uh, Yeah. What are you going to give me a... Give me an unsportsmanlike penalty. I'm not even on the grid yet. Tell him. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go Will Arnett. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the obvious and correct yeah, answer. absolutely correct. All right. If you want to win, you got to go fast. And if you're going to be fast, you got to be quick. It's time for a quick cue. Today's quick cue comes from Michael Italiano. Real name, I'm sure. (laughs) Michael Italiano asks, if each HeadGum podcast was on the grid, which F1 team would you compare them to? Who is the Red Bull? And who is the Haas of HeadGum? And why is Jeff Nicholas Latifi? (sighs) I think we're the Haas of HeadGum. Yeah, I think so too. This podcast, the pit wall, absolutely the Haas. I mean, statistically, yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're the Haas of Headgum for sure. Yeah. Um, 
I Who think would be Red Bull. Are we just going straight numbers? I wasn't gonna. I was gonna go like numbers pressed. Well, not not straight. To be clear, I'm not giving out actual numbers, but like prestige, yeah. popularity in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mercedes is dead eyes. It's like okay. storied because it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Wow. I mean, that's true. Um, no, you know, like historic had a lot of wins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is. I can see it. it I, think that's, I think that it is. The story has ended. Yeah. Um, Red Bull. Not another d and I guess. Yeah. Do we think do we think Jake would resent that? Uh, no, I because think so. I think I think when us, well, I think we're talk we're thinking in terms of on track performance, mm-hmm. uh, in comparing these shows to the teams. Uh, I I think I think Jake would think it's a, a great compliment that we're saying that not another D and D podcast is uh, the most dominant on the track. All right, all right. They have enough, they right. have spinoffs. They have D and D Court, yeah, Alphatari. Mm-hmm. They have one of the most recognizable <laughs> and highly paid drivers, Jake Hurwitz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pyle put his thumb up, and then a thumb appeared on the screen above his head. <laughs> I'm using the new version of macOS that does <laughs> emojis, but it only it did only that did one. It only did it once, and I can only. <laughs> I can't get to do it again. Anyway, um, who's Ferrari? I want. I want to say offensive. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where <laughs> the Doughboys go on this grid. Oh wait, oh, if I were you, I it's think... Ferrari. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, done. Yeah. Doughboys, Aston Martin. I was thinking Hollywood Handbook for Aston Martin. That's too much. <laughs> That's too high. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I'm going to say Hollywood Handbook is McLaren. Hmm. And I think that's the hmm. energy they give off. Like, not the host, not not the boys, but, like, their whole empire gives me McLaren energy, if that makes sense. Like, fans. I'm trying to. Included. Big name. an institution. Okay, yeah. how, all right. Yeah, okay. I think McLaren is 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 apt. I was going to pitch Alpine, but I think I think McLaren is more apt. Um, so we're going to say Doughboys or Aston Martin. Yeah. Okay. I kind of forgot about Doughboys as ridiculous as that is. That's crazy. <laughs> so I do listen to that and not none of the D&D, but <laughs> I mean, Doughboys could also be... I feel like they could be Red Bull. Yeah. I mean, they, they've they talked energy drinks before. We know That's not for D&D hasn't done yeah. that. I think that, yeah, I think on, on the 24-hour live yeah. stream, I, I don't remember what energy drinks they drank, but one of them had to have been a Red Bull. Had to have been. Hmm. Um... 
I don't think we're ever gonna place everybody accurately on this grid. But yeah, there's you know there's we got too many. We got a lot of podcasts, and there's only ten teams, so that's yeah. a problem right up yeah, front. Right up front. Uh, I feel like. Okay. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, Let's Alpine. see. Which one is is Jake's mom's podcast? <laughs> Yeah, I guess we could do. Uh, I mean, Jake's mom's podcast is like Reno Says Williams, <laughs> <laughs> Force India, because it's over. Retired. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think of an Alpine. Yeah, let's, maybe like let's, we hate let's movies. Figure out an Alpine. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because there's French movies and Alpine is French. There are French movies and Alpine is French. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're I mean, you know they're steady. Attracts. They're doing pretty well. They're you yeah. know they're tried and true. Yeah, I feel like I don't know everyone's numbers. Something. And we're not talking about numbers. numbers. We're not talking about numbers. And I also don't listen to every single show we have. I truly would not have enough time, time in the day <laughs> to listen to every show. No. Uh, I work on a bunch of shows. I kind of only have time to listen to those. Williams is an hour of size. It's <laughs> a one-off? Yeah. <laughs> no, I kid. I kid. Um... I feel like I I, I, I think like we've done a, a great job, and we can't. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we it's cannot insulting. Keep yeah. doing this. <laughs> I'm out of. I'm looking on the list now, and I'm like, I don't. Our show is this. Everybody can't be Red Bull or Ferrari or Aston Martin That's or true. McLaren or Alpine. So true. We're fine we saying we're the Haas. Yeah. We know our network. place. We know our place. We know and our Jeff worth. is Latifi because he doesn't. He's not a serious person. Let's place the he Headgum podcast, and that'll be the last one. Where's the Headgum podcast? Um, I mean, uh, I guess I would say the Headgum podcast is Alpha Towery because it's kind of a spinoff of If I Were You. Mm. I like that. Wait, weren't we saying if I were you it was Ferrari? Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Then I yeah. would put never mind. I would put I forgot how things work. It doesn't have to be I that internally consistent, I don't think. Gum. I would put the Headgum podcast uh as Alfa Romeo as the other Italian team. Sunday yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. The Sunday school team. <laughs> I love it. Crushed it. Thank you for that quick cue, Michael Italiano. And if you have a quick cue for us, slide into our DMs on Instagram, or you should follow us at PitwallPod. Follow us on TikTok at PitwallPod. I don't remember the last time we posted a TikTok. Maybe I'll post one right this second. Not this second. In a minute. I'd love to do more TikTok stuff. Uh to talk shop a little bit maybe to wrap up this podcast not necessarily clips of the show but it'd be fun to figure out other stuff we yeah could be little doing memes TikTok, i made that know? one meme that you you pitched that was fun to make oh uh, yeah do more like yeah, that was good yeah with the uh, charles leclerc's song and yeah. uh 
<laughs> and um, Lewis Hamilton uh, yeah, bopping yeah, yeah. in the parade. Yeah, yeah, that was Has good. Charles dropped any more uh, tracks? I don't think so. One and done. Why? Why continue when you've already made the perfect song? Yeah, he charted. That's all you need. Rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Actually, it did release a second song. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, It helps the show if you give us a a big old five-star rating. Uh, And if you help the show, if you help us grow, if you make us the number one third-party voice in Formula One, then maybe they'll let us do a commentary off with Will Arnett and Daniel Ricardo, But that's only if you give us five stars on the apps. Yeah. And now, finally, the last bit of business, the fantasy standings. Mariko, where are we at? Boy, oh boy. Well, for us, uh, it's still the same order. Casey's in the lead, Pyle's second, I'm third, Jeff is fourth, and Jake is fifth. Uh, and for the public league, it's kind of the same too. Rigby's Rhinos on top, Massey's Mistress in second, the Stroll Trolls third, Ghastly or otherwise in fourth, Tim Nando Redux fifth, uh, sixth place is Creamers, seventh is Serial Abitable. Uh, eighth, Chad's champions, and tied for ninth, Quick Boys and John Stomach's team. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I that's would, a new my one. My pitch is maybe just like change that name to something more fun. I think that's a good name. <laughs> John's Stomach's team. Yeah, pretty good. That's it. The show's over. We'll be back next week talking about Drive to Survive, Season 5, Episode 10, The Last One. We did it. And until then, vroom vroom to all and to all a beep beep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.